Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. What? Are you still eating shit? Like, you still drinking? Tell me that you're with me on this. I made no resolutions. Yes, but I'm off caffeine because I was diagnosed with gastritis. Oh, <gasps> so congratulations! Thank you. So, no, no caffeine, no coffee, no idea. Who diagnosed you with this? City MD. I was having a hard time. Oh, City MD! Mm-hmm. I think I work as a doctor at City MD. I, I would get a second opinion on that. I did. I have oh, a, a magic eight all- ball. Do I have chronic gastritis? <laughs> the answer is decidedly yes. That's how I answer all of life's problems. Speaking of shook, 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 um, we have not talked yet about Jules's water pillow. I don't know that there was such a thing. My Jules has a water pillow prescribed to him from a chiropractor who probably oh, works exciting. at City MD. Maybe. Do you know what it's like to sleep next to somebody who's sleeping on a water pillow? I would imagine I'd have to pee a lot. No, it's more, it's more, it's some occasionally relaxing, but if he flips at the wrong time, at the wrong velocity, it's like the wave pool at Six Flags. It's a shushing sound, a crunkling sound. I thought that we decided that water wasn't a good source of of body support. I, I thought so since there's... No uh, water beds anymore. Correct. There's no showroom. But remember when water beds were like the height of fashion and luxury? I remember my friend's brother had one, and I was like, "He's so cool!" And he was living in the basement of his mom's house, and I was like, "He's extra cool." Yeah. Yeah. He can't get a job. His bed is shaped like a Corvette. Ooh. Look at all these condoms and candy with. <laughs> Are those Coors Lights? Oh, they're empty. He's so cool. And he had a waterbed, and we would go down and sit on it, and it was like, oh, wow. I think I was more fascinated by it than more than like wanting really, to own yeah, one. Enamored by it. We all like, were. wow, you have something that could possibly ruin your floor and then your ceiling. But you were a child in the eighties. You didn't have the foresight to know that if you popped a waterbed, it would ruin a ceiling. Weren't you just fascinated by, Listen, I would love that. My parents are so old that, yes, I've always thought ahead. <laughs> I've been, I've had a mortgage since I was five. I've been planning ahead. Uh, look, I need to go back to things that are 80s again. Okay. Because my excitement over this series, you of all people. Start it, watch it. I know I'm late to the game on it because everybody's been talking about it since it was on YouTube. What are you talking about? Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to No, watch. no, Patty, don't say no. This is a new year. Say liked, yes to it. I just say yes, like movie. Shonda Rhimes. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to. I don't year want of to. yes, Patty, say it. No, trust me, because you're going to queen out over is all Ralph the 19... 19- of course he is. Okay. It's Ralph Macchio. It's the original Johnny. It takes up 35 years after the tournament. Well, that would make a lot of sense since it's been 35 years. Ralph Macchio has not aged. No. You would not know. 
like he's clearly doing stem cells. He's putting placenta on his face, whatever he's doing. But I low-key have a crush on Johnny, the bad guy, Johnny. Who's Johnny? Put him in a body bag, Johnny. The blonde guy? Yes. Mm. The one who was like a villain in all 1980s movies. Well, he was blonde. Him and, um, oh, who's the guy on Boston Legal? Yeah, every blonde. It was a blonde thing. The guy who was the- Kiefer Sutherland? Oh, no, that's another evil blonde. James Spader. James Spader, douchebag blondes. Yeah. They ride again. James Spader, though, was like super like just intense. Yeah, and he was, I miss the days when they had 50-year-olds play 17-year-olds. Yeah. What was he in Pretty in Pink? And he like shows up to school and you're like, are you dropping your kid off? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here for a smoke while I'm waiting for him to come out of algebra. Like full, like. Full suit, like white suit, <laughs> white like his hair suit. done. It's like never a book bag, never a book. Like, how? what's happening? A You're in a public school. He never goes in through his locker, too. Everybody else does in that movie except for James. Yeah, he doesn't even have a pen. He's just sitting there like, like just like threatening to fuck the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am, well, I'll do it. Yeah. Do you even go to school here? Are you registered? This isn't an AA meeting. You went into the wrong room. Why are you parking in my spot? <laughs> How did you get a Porsche? One of my vows last year, I just found out, uh, I was like, I'm going to be less crass in the new year. And then yeah. I drove, as soon as I said it in my head, I drove past a laundromat called Load. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> That's, That's what it's called? Load. 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 Do you know? Here, this is my... Christmas gift to you. New I'm Year's gift. That. Load. Load laundromat. Laundromat. I forget where it was in the world because then I blacked out and I think I drove off the road. Load. Load made me drive off the road. East 14th Street. Aha. Load. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fuck. Oh, God. It's so hard to keep a New Year's resolution when something is just dropped in your lap like yeah, that. Yeah, just shot in your face. It's a gem. It's so good to see you again. How are you? I'm blessed. Of course you are, because it's a new year. It is a new year. It's very strange. It was very strange to be in Times Square. Tell me about this. So people were around, but they were not in the Times Square because only the Planet Fitness inflatable arm flailing tube men <laughs> It was the most bizarre thing because nothing's open and people are just kind of walking around. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, everything's blocked off. Yeah. Um, there's no restaurants open. No. There's like, that's what it was just like. So, where they're all like parking, like, all parking is like filled, but I don't know where they're going because they're not allowed in Times Square. So, I'm like, what the fuck is Well, people, we, they didn't have a. They were rootless, so they were like, without a place to go, we'll They're just, just walk the yeah, we'll roaming. walk the streets. Yeah, and and were there a lot of them? Seemed like more than I thought. Oh my god! And you just stayed in and you watched from your window. Well, we can't really see. I mean, we were yeah, we just kind of watched people like aimlessly walk. It was like anticlimactic. Well, we had <laughs> talk about anticlimactic. We got stuck in twenty twenty. Because of our Wi-Fi, <laughs> something oh. was happening. Uh, I I did two Zoom shows that night. Everything was fine, and then uh, we got on a FaceTime call with our friend Charles Ragsdale and Paul. We said, "Let's let's be together for the countdown." Okay, so try to get on the computer. 
having problems. We finally get them on the phone. It keeps saying poor connection, which was just awesome. And then uh, I didn't know what to watch. We ended up getting rid of cable. So I was like, well, how do you watch the ball drop? Googled it. You can go to timesquare.org or some crap. And so I'm watching it. And we have Chuck and Paul watching on the other side, but they're watching ABC. And I was like, who's this chick that's performing? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there's a chick on the stage. I don't know who she is. Is that Rihanna? And we're going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, Chuck and Paul go, 10, 9, 8. And I was like, no, 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 no. Our thing says 2 minutes, 45 seconds, 2 minutes, 45 seconds. Where are you already at 10? I don't I don't get it. They're from the future now. And now they live in the future and we're in the past. And if the most 2020 thing that could have happened was for us to get stuck in the old year. Something similar happened to us because um, we were watching, I think we were watching ABC. And uh, they're like, it's two minutes to midnight. And I'm like, no, it's not. I look at my phone. I'm like, no, it's not. And then <laughs> it was like midnight. I'm like, happy new year. And then it comes back. <laughs> And they're like, all right, it's almost time for the countdown. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I don't understand. Okay, so we weren't alone. No. Okay. Oh, that's such but a- But I'm du- still from the future. What does it look like? It's still the same. But you're like five minutes into the future. Right. But I'm, so I'm still from the future. You have the benefit of knowing. Correct. That New Year's was like the announcement of the Biden presidency. It happened without me even knowing it happened. Yeah. Like I'm in the middle of making an egg- you're like, oh, the world's changing. Oh, it's done. It's changed. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I'm fine. We're t- it's 2021 it's now? It's like very anticlimactic. It's like Y2K. Like nothing happened. Oh, I was so hoping that Y2K happened. I knew that- nothing was going to happen. I but- know. But still. New year. Same you. New year. Same Buddhist. disgusting you. Thank you. I expected you to be different when you showed up today. I am. But here I'm we tucking. are. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And taping, right? No. There I'm taping. All right. I'm going to get this crap out of the way because okay. this is our first episode in the new year. So there's a lot of pressure on it to make it good, especially after that last episode. Am I right? Was that not correct. a fabulous episode? Go back and listen to the final episode of 2020 where we interview Christine Dercole, Peloton Master Instructor. That was an amazing interview. Am I right, She's ladies? incredible. It was so good, and it was awesome to talk to her and to to leave this that disgusting year on a high note. Hey, the fact that we made her laugh is <gasps> better. We made her pee her pants. That's what she said on the Instagram stories. I like that. I did screenshot it. You did. Hi, you just you're an old man. Look at you. I'm just gonna take care. I'm just gonna just wax my, my readers watch. while we while we do this. <laughs> All right. For the first time, ready? This is the big Zen moment. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> now harmonize with yourself. <laughs> that, by the way, my Jules has gone down a YouTube K hole and he found these, these Alaskan throat singers. <laughs> And he made me watch it. I was like, what's a throat singer? It's two women who sing really close face to face to each other and go. (laughs) It's the most aggressive. 
to him to have gone down a K-hole where he has watched everything on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and now he's been reduced to YouTube throat singers. That's a hard pass. <laughs> I don't know. Ready? Let me warm up my throat. Ha! Ha! Welcome ha! to the Dear Pod! Ha! Oh, my God. <laughs> that went to my spine. <laughs> All right. I'm going to warm up my throat and say, Welcome to Dear Pod! The comedy advice podcast that's so 2021, man. I'm your host, Ralph Macchio. And I'm Mackenzie Phillips. Aren't we all? And we're coming to you from the new year of the Maha'a Bar and the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it for the first time in this new year? I like Dick. That is the best way to start off the year with I'll a say. nice, relaxing, upbeat tune called I Like Dick, who uh, that was performed by our friend Fred Berman. I, I make a guest Catchy. appearance in the video. It will stay in your head for the that dick will stay in your head. Always does. For at least a month. Yeah. So, you know. Hard to wash it out. Well, we'll see if we can post it on something. But in the meantime, what you can wash down is some old school advice with new school problems. Resolving to read the advice columns from Ann Landers and Dear Abby. This year, just like last year and the year before. Do you realize we're quickly approaching two years on this podcast and 100 yes. episodes? Almost 3,000. I, I know. In, in quarantine years, it should Correct. every episode should count as three episodes because we are creating quality comedy content week after week after week after year after year. Why? Why aren't you following us on your social media? <laughs> yeah, give me a nice low undertone for this one. Follow us on your social medias at Deerpod Official, Instagram, Twitter, and Face Place. Find our website www.dearpodofficial.com our email dearpodofficial at gmail.com write to us with your okay make it stop make the throat singing stop oh my head you know what you could also she's like that was really great no I had a fly stuck in my throat if you don't have any new year's resolutions make the one thing you change in this new year is to give to a patron of the arts. And that's us. We're art patrons, aren't we? I mean, be a patron. Be a patron. Give us patronage. That's what that means. So patreon.com slash deapodofficial. We have two different subscriber levels, three and five dollars, depending on what you want to get from us. We will keep giving you extra tidbits and little bits and pieces in your inbox for you to enjoy, like like cocktail recipes. We give them out every week because we're not doing dry January. We're not assholes. It's for quitters. It's for quitters. And other little odds and ends that are that are extra special, like the extended interview with Christine Dear Cole. You things like this. These are the things that you can get dropped in your inbox if you become a Patreon subscriber. So do it. Do it. Oh, God, do it. Do do it. it. Should we dive in? I think we Let's should. Let's just do it. Today's a great day to do the grab bag. It feels, the. don't you feel like you need to press the reset button? Maybe 
shake things up like Boggle. Yeah. Throw shake crap in the love. air and I see just what lands. Shake your love. Shake it. Shake your love. I just can't shake your love. All right, let's do it. Okay. I have a couple good grab baggers today. I want to see what you do, though. Okay. This is from the Evening Independent, Massillon, Ohio. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Nashua. What? Whenever you pronounce Nashua, Nashua. Oh, whatever. God, you're cute. February 11th, 1972. Dear Abby, I'm a middle-aged woman just recovering from surgery. I've also had a heart attack, and I'm not very well. My problem is, I'm trying to keep from getting the flu. But I have two women friends who always want to kiss me when they greet me. Oh my god. And when I leave, they're in the habit of kissing me goodbye. I never mind until now, but there is so much flu around that a person can't be too careful. I would feel foolish asking them not to kiss me for this reason, yet I wish they wouldn't. How can I keep them from kissing me without losing their friendship? Please print this. I'm sure others have the same problem. Signed, Salt Lake City. Dear Salt Lake, when they approach you, gently give them the straight arm and say, please, no kisses. One of us may have a little bug. True. One of you may have. This is some kind of lesbian shit. Well, it's also Salt Lake. Right. Maybe they're looking for a third. A new wife. I don't know. Sister wife. Like, what, like, so you've had a heart, like, who's kissing in, so, she's not a well woman, so why is anyone, she started that out, this whole I'm thing not t- a well woman. It took a left turn, I wasn't I've had a heart for. attack, and I'm, and I'm probably going to have the flu. I've also got dysentery. I was on this uncovered wagon from Ohio But I've also got the these plank. two chicks on my jock, and I can't say no to some deep feeing. I'm just a girl who, who can't, can't say, say no. no. I'm in a terrible fix. I'm just trying to avoid the flow. The flow. I had a heart attack just last week. Uh, Why do I have people at my house? I've got six comorbidities. <laughs> That's the best thing about the vaccine. My mother's like, I get to get it first because I have two comorbidities. <laughs> I'm like, don't brag. Anything that anything that gives you uh, any like if you're diabetic, I think uh, that's a comorbidity, or you know if you have a condition, a pre-existent condition, uh, uh, that's uh, what that means. I am not morbidity at all. I am anti-morbidity, so I think I will be last in line for this vaccine. Um, well, I would say now I don't think anyone's fucking kissing anybody. Hello. No. Or well, goodbye. Define this. Forward. Let's talk about this. Okay. Are they doing the air kisses, the cheek kisses? Because she makes it sound like these chicks plant one on her face. She makes it seem like it's like cruel intentions. Yeah. Like Selma Blair, uh-huh. Sarah Michelle Geller. Like and, how long is the kiss? It lingers. Does it have to? Does it have to? It depends on how you want it. Does it have to? Can you not look me in the eyes while we're talking about kissing? It makes it so uh, upsetting. Sorry. Okay. Now look, focus on like my shoulder if we're going to talk about this. Uh, you know, there, there is, there, I have a friend who does, well, obviously not now, the mouth kiss when you first see them. It is so off-putting. And on I mean- your I, mouth? Yes. Oh. Huh. 
he's a gay guy. I'm not, you know, like he's not he's not coming for this sweet piece anytime soon. Sure, Believe sure. me, I'm trying to give it away. Yeah. New year. No, no takers. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just standing on a corner be like free kisses. Ohms. Ohms. Free kisses. Free kisses. I just had a heart attack. Don't want the flu, but would like to kiss somebody. But it's weird when you see somebody who who does that. Like, and that's just it makes you be like, oh, okay. You have to like sort of fall in line with their, yeah, their kissing method and just sort of go with it. It's a weird. It feels rude to stop the motion of the kiss coming towards you. <coughs> Correct. You're never kissing me again with that mouth. It's just COVID. Okay. Um, I've had people do that too, and you're like, oh, okay. Is that I don't, we're doing this now? I'm I not- don't. I don't. I don't kiss anybody. On the, I don't kiss anybody really. No. Hello. Period. None of this, not air kissing, cheek kiss. I can't I read really. the cheek kiss. I don't get it. I don't do it. Yeah. And now, I don't, don't think anyone's going to gonna be fucking doing that, nor handshaking anymore. I'm fine with that. This was a discussion I had with someone the other night. But then again, you don't know the type of person that you're dealing with because you're not, you can't, you can't shake their hand, which then you kind of, kind of can tell the type of person that you're dealing with. But this virus has given us a get out of, jail free card for people that don't know how to fucking shake hands exactly Ooh, that's what i'm saying a handshake is an art correct there's the guys that try to crush your body like they're world wrestling champs right and then there are the people that aren't even trying i i had a handshake with somebody who is kind of known in the world I went to go shake her hand, and it was like a dead fish. Can, can I give you an example? Go I ahead, don't just like try. This. It makes no, me go, come on, come on in. Okay, ready? Yeah. I'm, shake it normally. I, I okay, I'm, I'm coming in. Okay. <laughs> no. See, you have to shake it normally though, because because now you're in it. You're in the bad handshake. You can't come out of it. That's what <laughs> like, it felt like. It it had no resistance. No, it was all cartilage. Because then it's like you're not really shaking hands. You're shaking the fingers. <laughs> You know, like I could. It would be like, like it's like you, your hand kind of stopped. My hand just stopped because it's like, oh, something's wrong, or if, maybe your hand's broken. It's it's like it. I would have been more successful had I grabbed her earlobe and massaged it. Yeah, that would give me more resistance. It was a cartilage <laughs> shake. It wasn't yep. a handshake. Maybe that's the new handshake. I cannot. Good to com- see you. I'm so relaxed now. Thank you. We need to reassess our greetings now because of COVID. <laughs> like right now, it's great for people like us who's like, oh, great. I have an excuse not to touch you, talk yeah. to you, breathe near you, whatever. But coming out of it, what if people go the other direction and they're just so happy to be around people again yeah. that like we go next level and somebody like, comes up and tickles your taint. I mean, let me just tell you, I, this mask is going to be like my friend for a while, I have a feeling. Why? Because it hides what you're feeling? No, because I like this is going to take forever for all of us to be vaccinated. And there's always going to be like that group of people that don't. So you're just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to wear this fucking mask. For I just like it right now for two reasons. A, it keeps my face warm. And yes. we know I'm never, I have zero heat. Sure. B, it hides whatever I'm feeling about people. Mm-hmm. But there was a comic I did a Zoom show with the other night who was like, <clears> I don't even recognize anybody. I don't know who it is. Like there's somebody, there's a girl that I met at a show, an outdoor show, 
And two minutes later, she came back with her hair up, and it was like I met a brand new person. <laughs> I reintroduced myself to her. Like, oh, my God, everything old is new again within five minutes. But it's also, like, kind of exhausting trying to have a conversation with someone in a mask because you can't, you're just looking at their eyes. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, this is not fun. But then the pro is, when it comes to makeup, that's all I need to worry about. True. And because also, if you have bad breath, or if your friend always has bad breath, you're like, this is a godsend. I know. So there's some pluses to all this. I guess. Just don't hug or kiss me on the mouth and give me the flu. We don't. never went over why this woman has these specific friends. Or why she has friends. If she's so sick, as she said, she's middle-aged, so she's your age. <laughs> Stop it right now, you douche! So she's recovering from surgery, underline. I've also had a heart attack, and I'm not very well. I think we've already established that she wasn't very well from the beginning. Not just because she's middle-aged. It took such a heavy left turn, I thought she was going to ask like advice on how to be healthy or, or something. Something. She's just trying to scrape the ladies off of her. Salt Lake City. I'm surprised that people in Salt Lake want to kiss you on your mouth. Telling you, all going out searching those weird rules. Like, we don't do drugs, we don't drink alcohol, but I just had a tab and (laughs) and all these diet pills and fucking oh my god, Marcus caffeine pills. Marcus's sister, um, uh, we were at his house once and or his sister's house. You know, obviously no caffeine. So, do you guys want something to drink? I said, "Um, well, what do you have? And they're like, well. We have water, we have milk, we have, you know, I'm like, do you have like, a, and I would think we had just traveled or something, like, do you have like a Red Bull or something, or co- and obviously no coffee. No, we don't do that, obviously, <laughs> but I have these things that dissolves in water and gives you a lot of energy. What? I'm like, what? So Mark, Marcus looks at the packet, he's like, um, this is like four cups of coffee. Oh my God. <laughs> this is of four cups of coffee. I'm like, you people are nothing but like rule benders. Oh, Yeah. Like, we can't have sex before marriage, but if it falls in my mouth, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop swallowing it. What are you going to do? Whoops. Shame. Well, I mean, it is protein. I did just work out. Oh, my God. Wait, they can't have caffeine? No. <sighs> but that's a, it's some, sometimes they do. You're going to have eight wives, and you're not going to allow a guy some caffeine? Well... There's sometimes they do some like some of the brothers and sisters do and they don't like it's weird. If you put if you made me a sister wife, I would last about 20 seconds. Well, you'd have to what share your bed with him, too. And then but you also have to live in like a compound with a bunch of other chicks. And we know how I feel about that. Every day is a competition. Shitty sorority. Yeah. Every day is a competition for an an, a. Guy who looks like he can eat corn through a picket fence. Uh-huh. These are not the hottest guys. Yeah. So if he gets something and then she gets something, and eventually it's going to human centipede to you. Oh my God. Like, well, I don't know who gave him gonorrhea, but now I have. It. I'm the bee in the human centipede. Right. So I thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who, where did this? Okay, family meeting. All right, bring your five kids in here and bring your three children. Don't kiss me on the mouth. Who had gonorrhea? Go ahead. <laughs> Come forward. Timmy? (laughs) (laughs) I did 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 not not see that coming. Like the mouth kissing, I did not see that coming. Then did you sleep with your... Dad? 
Sister mom? Ah! All right. Anyway. Okay. Moving on because I have a good article inspired by my love of Cobra Kai. Okay. It set me down a wormhole looking for karate items. And of course, of course, karate is a topic for Ed Landers. Why and this not? comes from the Kansas City Star, Kansas City, Missouri, April 27, 1975. Karate the other woman. <laughs> so good. Sure. Dear Ann Landers, is there any way I can name karate lessons as the correspondent in a divorce suit? My husband is 37. Joe and I have been married 12 years. We have three children, but he has no time for them. Joe takes karate five nights a week. He leaves the house at 5 p.m., the children and I eat alone, and he returns at 10 p.m., unless he stops off for something to eat with a few of his karate classmates who are college students. (laughs) This has been going on for two years. Joe always is bruised and suffering from sore muscles. In parentheses, no sex. He hasn't done a thing around the house since he started his lessons. I had to hire a man to paint the living room last spring because Joe was too busy getting his green sash. Now he has his black belt and wants to be a third degree. The only day we are a family is Sunday. I love my husband, but I think I am getting gypped, and so are the children. Why would a grown man behave this way? Sign, Alona Lot. Alona? Alona. I'm Alona Lot. Oh, (laughs) dear A, you say your husband is a grown man? Well, maybe he is physically, but not emotionally. A man who takes karate lessons five nights a week, leaving his family to have dinner alone is grossly immature. I'd suggest counseling, but he wouldn't go because it would interfere with his karate lessons. So, I hope you will get some counseling and learn how to deal with the problem. If you find the situation intolerable, we're back to the same old question. Would your life be better or worse without him? How about the children? The decision is yours to make. Hiya! And... Hiya! Please! Ha! 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 That was my karate. It was Anne doing karate. Sure. Honor. Bow to each other. Bow away. Bow to your sensei. Do you think he's doing karate five nights a week? Yes, but it's a woman named Karate. (laughs) It's Joan Karate. (laughs) (laughs) That's the part that he left out of the story. I'm with Joan Karate. Five nights out of the week, she beats the shit out of me. I told you what I was doing. I pay her. It's a very amicable agreement. We we like a lot of rough fucking. I told you where I was going. I, wa- I earned the green sash because she tied it around my neck. It's not auto- a green sash. It's gangrene. <laughs> you want me to bring that to table? Joan Karate. If you think I'm not making that into a character, you're this wrong. This is Joan. Joan Karate. Oh, hi. Hi. Nice to hi, meet you. Hi. Have you been fucking my husband? A little. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the I'm, one with gangrene? Why is yeah. he bruised? That's just, a, it's a thing we do. You don't want to know about the red sash. Have you ever taken karate? Never. I used to do kickboxing. Different, I'm assuming. Yeah, but I feel like that's as close as I would Where'd come. you do kickboxing? I did the same. Um, Ithaca, New York. <laughs> oh. And this is when I had, I, I have very little upper body strength, but I had no upper body strength. And a friend happened to walk by as I was in my 
kickboxing class and he saw me doing push-ups and he said it was the funniest thing he'd ever <laughs> seen. He's like, I didn't know that the body was C-shaped when you went to go do a yeah. push-up. No, it's not. No judgment. <clears throat> um, no, have you taken karate? No, but I've also taken kickboxing at I Heart Kickboxing in New York. Oh, I always walk by that. Yeah. The signs are very good. I did it for the first while. I was pretty good. And then um, I also tore my labrum. So I was working through, I was doing stuff. I'm like, uh, this kind of, I don't know if I can continue. Why are you and your husband tearing labrums? What are you doing in that house? Doesn't matter what we're doing. Oh. We got a black belt. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you how I got it. But. I got a red sash. <laughs> I do now. Wow. I have a letter from the transcript, North Adams, Massachusetts. I don't know where that is. Neither do I. Tuesday, October 9th, 1973. Dear Abby, would you please write something in your column about overly affectionate fathers who encourage intimate body contact, all in the spirit of playfulness, with their teenage daughters? This horseplay between my son-in-law and his 13-year-old daughter involves a lot of wrestling and touching, but I was shocked when I saw them rolling around on the bed in the parents' bedroom while my daughter was busy putting on her makeup in the adjoining room. Abby, this grandchild is just coming into her womanhood, and it's possible for her to become sexually stimulated and aroused by this sort of thing. Soon enough, she will be faced with sex play with her peers, which is normal and natural, but such teasing from her father worries me. I don't want, her, I don't want to hurt my daughter by even suggesting that her husband keep his hands off his daughter. She might even be offended. Frankly, I am ashamed to be writing this letter. I don't think I'm evil-minded, and I'm no prude. But perhaps my son-in-law will see it and take the hint. If you think I'm wrong, please say so. I'll be able to take that, too. Signed, signed, Worried Granny. Dear Worried. Wait, oh, Worried Granny? Yeah. I thought you said Marie Cranny. <laughs> signed, <laughs> Marie's Crisis. <laughs> so, all right, stroke is done. Go ahead. <laughs> Dear Worried, touching and hugging is a normal, healthy expression of affection between fathers and daughters. But you make a good point. Teenage girls should be taught that their bodies are private and not to be manhandled by anyone, fathers included. And fathers should refrain from intimate horseplay with their budding young daughters. Ew. As revolting as the idea may be to some, it's possible for parents and children to be turned on sexually by each other. <gasps> So intelligent restraint should be exercised. Oh, my God. Please stop. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, my God. She said at the end of it, it's possible for... It's not possible. What life are you... What are you in the Ozarks? What the hell? Aaron, it's possible while you and Moth are rolling around on the bed and one of you is sexually stimulated. I'm going to throat sing. Hi. Ha. That is disgusting. My mom and I were just taking a bath together the other day, and we were uh, just giving each other, you know, finger bang sessions. Excuse oh, me? stop it. Ew. I like that you automatically make it a mother-daughter relationship. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, I, oh, uh, that's just, I, I ha, can't. Have you ever had like. Stop it. Stop. I want you to stop all of the questioning before you do. Stop it. Tickle parties no, with your dad. I'm stopping it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that maybe have just lingered a little bit too long. You can tell us. Now. All I can think about us. is what you said. I just, I just relax and stare at the digital clock. <laughs> Stop. For what? You said that in the last episode. You're like, it's like sex with your cousin. You just relax and <laughs> focus on the digital clock. It's just no, no. Do you ever feel that with your mother? Yeah, all the time. You want to unwrap this? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I have to because for protection. <laughs> no, I, I don't think my parents, I've never been tickled, but I don't remember being t- Like, I remember someone like tickling me who was like a teacher or something. And I was so fucking uncomfortable that I was like, this is. Tickling is gross. It's so, it's such a weird, invasive, creepy ass, even if it's somebody it's that you're creepy. attracted to. Like, even I, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't find tickling, I don't think anything about tickling is fun, erotic, anything, nothing. It's that weird 1980s foreplay of like, oh my God, oh my God, stop tickling. Stop. Oh my God, we're kissing. Tickling, according to my mother, is abusive to a baby. That is a quote, Ed, it is abusive. If you're tickling a child, she's like, they have no defenses. Stop tickling babies. Well, how aggressive are you tickling? This is the hill that she dies on. <laughs> I don't know. Are you really going for it? Like, what is, what's your, like, I don't want it to throw up. But, like, if you make it laugh. Babies right? aren't laughing at tickling. I don't think that their brains have formed enough for them to be like, this is a laugh riot. This feels, you know what this is? This I've only been incredible. here seven minutes, but this is hilarious. <laughs> I know. My three months on this earth has told me this is my favorite pastime. I love it when you I was it. just saying to your heart about 10 minutes ago, I need a good laugh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was shot out of this womb. You cut the cord and you tickle me. Yeah. That's just, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. And no, I don't find it. Uh, Nobody finds that, that enjoyable. It's it's. Well, isn't it part of BDSM tickling? Isn't it? If that's your thing. I don't know. How. If it's torture. Ugh. Barf. Did I ever tell you about my friend who dated a dominatrix? <laughs> He's gonna pick up the couch and throw it. At us. No, no tickle parties. All right, I have one more article for you. You're going to really like this one. Dear this Anne, one. my dad and I were tickling. <laughs> I love a good tickle fight. Don't you? Wait, have you? what do you think about parents and kids in a hot tub? I don't accept that either. Look, I was raised in a very Irish Catholic way to Same. be completely ashamed of your body. Correct. From day one until the day that you're in the ground, we go to great lengths to not even be in, in like bathing suits around sure. each other. Like, we're still wearing those 1930s bathing suits that are, like, full, full, like, goes all the way to your wrists and sure. ankles, yeah. if we could. As my mother said, the human body is a disgusting thing. Well, that must make sex with your father great. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! I don't like hot tubs in general. Look, but- there, uh, no, nobody likes a hot tub. But then you add in your parents, and you're like, this is just now gone from, weird. like... Like uncomfortable to, I think, I think we're on dateline. But it's also a, a jacuzzi with a bunch of strangers. Why is that an appealing thing? Because they're not your parents. But any any other people, like I think it should just be you and your partner in a jacuzzi alone. The second that you introduce a stranger into the jacuzzi space, 
it's weird. The tempo has changed. Yes. Also, because you can't really talk to anybody because the jets are so loud that you're like, are you new here? <laughs> you have to scream. How long are you staying? What? Staying. Staying. Stained? Staying. How long? Have you been here a long time? How, do you guys normally go on cruises? I'm not cruising. No, no, no. We're together. No, cruises. Cruise. No, no, no. We're together. Oh. No, we're not into fucking other people. What? Uh, did you just invite me to do... What? What? No. No, 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 no. There's blood in the tub. Blood in your... In the... Have a good day. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Let's get out of here. Okay. I'm going in. Final article from the Evening Times. Sayer, Pennsylvania. Sayer? Sayer. You Sayer. You brought her. May 30th, 1973. Crush on Anne disturbs wife. Uh-oh. Dear Ann Landers, I'm writing to you because you are the problem. I've been married to this man for 18 years. He is a good person and I trust him completely. But the idiot has a crush on you. He has at least 10 pictures of you pasted here and there in the house. Small ones that he has cut out of your column. He collects them from various papers and each one is different. He keeps laying Laying. No, but he keeps buying out-of-town papers in search of a new picture of Ann Landers. When he finds it, he chortles with glee and tapes it to the bathroom mirror, the refrigerator, door, or some other ridiculous place. When he reads in the paper that you are going to be on the Dinah Shore show, he stayed home from work half a day to see it. At first I thought it was very funny, but I am not laughing anymore. Any advice for a darned fool in Ohio? Signed, Jealous. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a great big advice uh, column. Yeah, I know, Ann. I know. Ann yeah, she's cool. Oh, yeah. She's a great big fat girl, right? No! Dear Jay, a man who has been married 18 years is a little old to be playing with paper dolls. And that's exactly what he's doing. But cheer up, honey, and be thankful it's me. You have nothing to worry about. Ann! You have nothing to worry about because I have all the sex appeal of a young Ralph Macchio. Crush on Ann Landers. That is a real specific crush. But it's just, it's not even like he has like full body shots. It's just those weird characters. Well, that's them. all. Yeah, he's only ever gone on her head, which 90% of each. <laughs> Sometimes well, <laughs> a lot of guys just like to go on the I head. I just survive on head. Not alone. my eyes, not my eyes. Ow, ow. It that fucking burns. It's fucking bleach, dick. <laughs> literally, bleach, dick. No, literally. Was there ever somebody you were obsessed with when you were growing up that you cut out pictures of them and pasted them all over your room? Christy Turlington. <gasps> wow, you were deep in that and closet. And Julie Roberts. Oh, there we go. He's back again. Yeah. Oh, that's reassuring. Yeah. Christy Turlington. Mm-hmm. Sophisticated. Is... Oh, okay. Sophisticated so you are for the classy broads. Then why Julia Roberts? You needed to counteract it? I just like Julia Roberts. I did. Her at performances. I liked her and her performances. And her horse mouth. <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't I don't understand the horse mouth thing. Oh, it's a big, it's a wide mouth bass. I don't mind it. It's like an she ear She has nice ear. teeth. It'd be one thing if she was like a fucking weird jack-o'-lantern. Well, thanks to thousands of dollars of dental work. And I appreciate it. She I was going to say, you know, you are obsessed with dental work. So that makes, Correct. it stands to reason that she would be plastered all over your teenage walls. Yes. 
I had Joey McIntyre. That's ceiling to floor, mm. wall to wall. I had wallpaper. Never saw it. Hmm. Covered with Joey McIntyre. Parents would be livid if I did that. Because it was Joey McIntyre. Because I had ruined the wallpaper. Can you imagine if you, if your mother walked in and she was like, "This is disgusting." Change these up for Jordan Knight. <laughs> He's underappreciated as a new kid. Is he the gay one? No, I think that's... Uh, no, Jordan was his brother. Is he the He's really the Italian looking one? Yeah, yeah. The other, the brother was the one that nobody really liked. <clears throat> because there's always one rogue guy in a boy band where you're like... Chris Kirkpatrick? Yeah, see, you could name them all where it's like, ooh, sexy, hot, ooh. Oh, God, how did he get in there? So the Backstreet Boys one is uh, uh, the one with the, the weird facial hair that looks like he's I have to bring up and uh, 98 Degrees or whatever. Oh, you yeah. You will always find a rogue. One, well, and- there's the two brothers, and then there's the one guy, and you're like, mm. Yeah. Mm. I, thought you, I thought you all went to the gym. What, whatever happened <laughs> how do he slip through the cracks yeah where you guys auditions? are 98 degrees and he's more maybe like a cool 45 <laughs> he's definitely bringing your temperature down right now he's is on it, ice is he in the basement because you're like are you what's happening there's always one guy is he like the see the manager or? but it's also with the spice girls there's was the one that you were like ooh, who sporty spice yeah, but you have the best voice but she had the worst teeth. True. God. So you have to give and take a little saying, what's more important? Is she hot or can she sing? She can also do her acrobatic work. Oh, see? Yeah. She filled a void. That's more passable. She's like, you know, she's, like, she's like, you know what I'm going to do, everybody? I'll handle all vocals. Uh-huh. I will do all dance moves on point all the time. I'll do a backflip while singing. Um, and then you three over there can just, I guess you can just go shopping and then I'll just finish the album. Yeah. Do you ever hear the story of, um, Nicole Schesinger or whatever the fuck her name is from? Oh, Scared Singer. Is that a Scared Singer? She's a Scared Singer. Scared Singer. Well, wow. Not really. Not far off. She was saying that she was, um, she. Pussycat Dolls? Yeah. Yeah. She sang, she's like, so I finished all the songs on the Pussycat Dolls and then we played it for everybody else. And she's like, now listen to that again. I sang all the songs on the album, and then we played it for the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, okay. She's like. It was all me. Correct. What did the rest, did the other Pussycat Dolls come out about that? And then, there was, <clears throat> then there was one like award show where one of like the original Pussycat Dolls tried to like upstage her by like singing, like pushed through her and was like, <gasps> like doing Christina Aguilera gymnastics. And Nicole's like, uh, like there's a video of it when, you're, when she's just like, uh, what the fuck is happening right now? And then she was kicked out of the group later. No, the one but, chica went rogue? Yeah. But so Nicole basically, like basically it's the Pussycat Dolls and there's only really one doll that sings. That pulls the rest of the dolls through. Yeah. And the other ones are just filler. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, what award ceremony was like, we got to get the Pussycat Dolls. I have no idea. I don't know what it was. We have to look that up. A. B. Tell me when that girl pushed her way through and tried to riff. She couldn't do it. She could, but she looked a little like, oof. It Is wasn't she like, okay? hey, 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 hey. She's like, 
let me out of this basement. She like, <laughs> <laughs> she like, makes it on stage. She's like, I'll do my own hair and makeup. Stop it, Melanie. You can only throat sing. Get back in the line. You're just here for looks. Hey. She's terrible when she's not being vocoded. Anyway. Wow. I'm going to have to look this up. You should. But they were all good looking, the Pussycat Dolls. Nicole Skertzinger, she just happened to be good looking and have a functional voice. She has a great voice. Yeah. She was in Cats. Was she? In London. Then she was oh, supposed to come over here. I remember this, yes. And then Leona Lewis took over instead. Yeah. Those are weird choices. It's a weird choice for someone who isn't a good singer. Oh, how'd, and Mel B was in uh, Chicago. And Scary Rent. Spice. I saw her in Rent. I saw her in Chicago. She made all the, all sorts of like inside jokes about being Scary Spice, and I was like, I don't even know what play we're in anymore. I, I don't know what I'm even looking at. It's weird. It's just, oh, God. I do wish if I had one, one go back. You know how people are like, if you could go back in time and see one thing, I want to see Melanie Griffith in Chicago. I think that would be a laugh ride. I have been on a Melanie Griffith um Fucking rabbit hole for the past day and a half. Is it because we talked about it on the last episode? I don't know. It maybe. planted something in your head. But then I was like, then I was doing like those BuzzFeed things when they're like the 10 like underappreciated movies of the 80s or whatever. And Melanie <gasps> Griffith came in. I'm like, who underappreciated working girl? Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to, you took one of those Bud BuzzFeed quizzes that are like, which Melanie Griffith are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess McGill. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Score. I, I knew, knew I'd it. get the good Melanie Wait, Griffith. Before she got the haircut or after? <laughs> before, before. <laughs> Pre-cut Tess McGill. When she had the short long, the ape drape. <laughs> this is so awful. <laughs> the ape drape. Disturbing haircut. <laughs> Her and Joan Cusack, it's like, Wow, that is just that just it just hurts to look at because it's so dry. It's so dry and so fucking bleached, frizzled. But that was how I wanted my hair so badly. You had your hair like that. I did. Okay, well, Zen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have one Instagram stellar mail. Instagram mail. Wait, let's do a little song. A new? Can we do a little like a relaxed? Sort of, we're easing into 2021. Get away from me. I don't trust you. Yeah, go. Get out of the room. I swear to God. Let's talk shit about him because he's recording it. Okay. Okay, you okay? Are you? Daddy's hurting, Bobby. I had to just find my letter. (laughs) Oh, God. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We've sung it three times. Oh, see? Here I just go. keep repeating myself. Oh, well, then I'm going to repeat. Oh, is that what the smell is? <laughs> it's refried beans 2021. She couldn't see it. She couldn't hear a truck driving through a nitroglycerin. <laughs> 
All right. This week, like all weeks, we, we answer an Instagram mail question. So if you, dear listeners, have a question that needs answering, we are here to answer us. Mm. Dearpartofficial at gmail.com. He has no problem with me repeating those types of things. No, because that is important. Uh, it is kind of important. Correct. Uh, repetition is key. Yes. Dearpartofficial at gmail.com. All right, you want to do it? Sure. Because I'm going to sit here and see if I've written anything that yeah, you probably I've regurgitated. Yourself, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dear Pod, <laughs> this is the first question of the new year. Dear Pod, I agreed to do Sober January with my friends. I'm three days in and I'm climbing the walls. Any advice on how to make it through to February 1st? Can I just sneak a martini and not tell them? Why did I agree to do this? Signed, rethinking this crap. Dear Rethinking, don't you remember when you were a kid and anytime your friends did something wrong, your parents would respond with, if Margie jumped off a bridge, would you? If Helen jumped into a burning building, would you? If Jacqueline took two dicks at once, would you? (laughs) Well, it applies to your friends doing sober January too. Listen, now that 2020 has wrapped and we have had a year of rediscovery of, of ourselves, of building new modes of communication, rebranding ourselves, resetting our diets, reconnecting with significant others, removing friends that give you candles for gifts. What we've learned in 2020, other than how to build our own smokehouse in our backyard, is that for 2021, we don't owe ourselves shit. We don't have to give up alcohol, give up smoking, give up your husband, because you didn't do that in the past miserable pandemic months, then why the hell would you bother now? Just because it's 2021 doesn't mean all is well. It just means it's the Friday after the most overhyped, overdone amateur hour for those who have spent 60 bucks on a shitty limo and cheap champagne screaming Happy New Year as if you're the last one to survive in one of those stupid Final Destination movies. Tell your friends, guess what, Debbie and Jan? I lied. Sue me. I sneak martinis, and I think this sobriety month is for amateurs. I'm going to fill my thermos with grain alcohol and walk through town in my robe and slippers with my damn mask on. Why? Because just like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, you've, got, you've been to hell and back, and you don't need the likes of Gwyneth and Kate Hudson spitting out advice. Ever. At all. Got it? Now hold my drink. Abby. Just like Jamie Lee Curtis, somebody is slowly attacking you. <laughs> And you have every chance to get away, and you choose to not trip to, over <laughs> to trip over that string. Not to run. You choose to Why go to the. Why didn't I tie my shoes? <laughs> Why did I knock on the house with no lights on? <laughs> Why is this neighborhood empty? <laughs> Why did I have every chance to run and let him slowly come after me? It's Halloween and no one's home. I don't understand. <laughs> Why did I choose this? No haircut? one can see a guy in a mask. Yeah, <laughs> he's just clearly walking in the middle of the road. <laughs> Slowly. Empty. Road. Why does no one have any lights on in this hospital? What's wrong? <laughs> no, there's no there's lights in nurse. any place. There's <laughs> the nurse is dead. There's how many people are in the, in the Why hospital? in every horror movie does somebody know where the box is? To where are the breakers? I can't tell you where the breakers are in our house. But everybody knows how to turn off a light to an entire home. A stranger, a complete stranger who's never been in this hospital, who it probably isn't an electrician, knows how to cut the power for a huge ass fucking hospital. He's like, hold my beer. I'll be right back. Oh, these I can't wire breathe clippers. in this mask. But anyway, whatever. I think this is the box. What do you mean you can't give up your husband? You said can't give up your oh, husband. If you, if you don't give up your, if like you've, if you haven't gotten divorced by now, oh, you've made it through it. Don't say that out loud. 2021 is my year. 
I'm going to ride solo. Okay. On my jewels is back. Oh, God. Can he see me? Can he see me? I think so. I don't know. I can feel him. Here's here's Anne's answer to rethinking this crap. Dear crap, excuse me while I finish my breakfast wine. Ah, Nothing like a fruity Merlot with your frosted flakes. I'm part of the No Bullshit Club who knew full well that making resolutions to stop drinking in January during a pandemic was a fool's errand. January. A month that's grayer and longer than David Letterman's disgusting beard. Nothing good ever came out of January. I bet the parents of January Jones named her January because they knew she'd be disappointing. Why did you enter into this contract with your friends to begin with? Resolutions should be made with your own benefit in mind. Like I told my friend Melanie Griffith when she said she wanted to be in Chicago on Broadway. Do it for yourself or don't do it at all. Look, I'm all for accountability, partners. I've been holding my jewels accountable to as two push-ups a day since 1963. It helps to have someone to answer to, to keep you on the right track, like Lori Laughlin's parole officer. You've placed yourself in this sobering position for a reason, I assume. So make like a 3M strip and stick to it. Just apply enough pressure or your frames will crash to the ground. When you feel the urge to drink, take a walk, do a puzzle, watch YouTube videos of people getting kicked in the crotch. Make like a politician and distract, detract, deflect. Hell, if you use the diversion techniques, you may come out of this month with a secondary language. Like I told my friend Monica Lewinsky, keep yourself occupied to keep from putting unwanted liquids in your mouth. Bob and weave until February. February 1st will be here before you know it, and I will be waiting for you at the finish line with an IV bag of Seagram's gin. Good luck, stupid, and don't do this again in 2022. Anne! (sighs) Melanie Griffith has been (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why, but she's there. I think... It's because we're we're haunted by by the fact that we haven't seen her for a while. And when you told me the story of her getting bad facial plastic surgery and suing the surgeon, and nobody has seen her, like she's gone underground. Well, she, then she was she was in some. Remember, like was it last year? I think we talked about this last year too, when she was on the cover of some magazine. People were like, who the fuck is that? Well, and remember she Griffith. resurfaced for a minute because her daughter was was in Fifty Shades. Right, and then she did some kind of spread for something. Because I like Melanie Griffith. I think she's funny. Mm-hmm. I think she serves a purpose. Yeah. Yes. She's got a wicked famous she mom. She serves a purpose. Oh, yes. You know what? That's in the family. That's handed down. But she yeah. has a bratty daughter. Remember there was the interview with the two of them on the red carpet and the daughter was like, uh, Ma, quit it. I'm so, naked. If I were her, I'd be like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm fucking Melanie. I am Tess McGill. You are a boring Fuck brunette. Off. You would be nothing. Without me. Your grandma is Tippy Hedron. Your Eat father shit. is Don Johnson. Correct. Miami Vice. If it wasn't for us being coked out of our minds, you wouldn't even fucking be here. <laughs> you wouldn't be rubbing your tits on film if it wasn't for us. If it wasn't for your dad sleeping with Harvey Weinstein, none of us would be here. <laughs> All right, let's do this because I see a cocktail sitting there and I didn't even attempt to make... January, a sober January. I didn't even try to pretend this year. Okay. Not, not pretending. Okay. I'm launching full in. All right. It's 
Time for specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. Specialty drink. Specialty drink of 2021. I am throat singing its way over to me. Look at it go. Let the river flow. Let the river run. Let the river flow. Is your vagina. Let Which is the funny river because Phoenix. of the color of the, the cocktail. <laughs> I know. It's gross. It's just, You're disgusting. I am. I'm I'm literal, is what I am. This week's specialty cocktail, the first one of the new year, is the broken resolution. Found online and tweaked by everyone's favorite baby new year, James Jules Ferris, who never repeats himself ever. Well, we're not that. Not at all. I'm I'm releasing grudges from the atmosphere. Sure. Look at it go. There goes the grudge. So here we have two ounces of gin, one ounce of palm juice, a half ounce of lime juice, a half ounce of simple syrup. I think you're going to like this one. So you add all ingredients to the shaker with ice, pour in a coupe glass, which everyone has now, and garnish with a thin lime wheel. Here's his tasting notes. Here's my resolution this year after enduring the crapathon we call 2020. Make my life easier in 2021. And I'm going to take my own advice by stealing a drink that already exists and make some changes. This drink is actually a take on Ina Garten's pomegranate gimlet, where she makes this cocktail by the pitcher at a girl. We here at the Maha'a. I should just start drinking now. Fuck it. All right. Had to figure out the right balance for a single serving. And what a lovely, refreshing, not overly sweet delight this is. The addition of the palm juice is convincing me that it's healthier and it's giving me abs. So that is a good thing. So sit back, have a sip, and give the finger to the resolutions list you made for 2020 because we ain't playing that game in 2021. Uh, For the record, he wrote Ida Garden. Ida Garden. Which means none of us are perfect. Look, I come from a family of Olympic grudge holders. Have we talked about this before? Yes, we have. God damn it. Here we go. Thanks. Here, cheers. Happy 2021, everybody. Here's to repeating a wonderful year. Ooh, that smells great. Mm. Mm. Ooh, kicks you in the throat. Kicks you in the jaw. Like right there. There it is. I'm getting the dropsy thing again where my... I have locked jaw. Jim, that is delicious. You like it? It's a very brunchy cocktail. I like that. She's fruity. Oh. Not unlike my co-host. A fruity beverage. I like that, James. You really? Yeah, see? You know who you can thank for this? Charles Ragsdale. Really? King of kings, lords of lords. He said that he and his husband, Paul, were enjoying this beverage, which made me Google it, which made me say, hello, friend. We wanted to try it on New Year's, but we ran out of gin. Ran fully functional bar here. Who runs out of gin? I don't. I don't know. This don't, is this is some crap. I'm not going to be attacking your husband because are you it's a successful? Come on, drink. on, do it for me. Do it. For, hit him. No, this what? is a successful drink, right? Very, I like this one a lot. Really? Okay. And the pomegranate makes you feel like you're getting something done, like pomegranate. So it's very antioxidant. I don't drink. I don't drink nor eat a lot of pomegranate anything no you don't have 10 hours to crack open a pomegranate and i don't enjoy the seeds Mm. it's very uh, it feels like kidney stones there's it's a textural thing but i'm like i don't get i don't derive joy from a pomegranate okay seed 
You know, we didn't, we should have talked about it at the beginning of this. Well, keep talking. We're still recording. Um, was like the actual like New Year's recap, like um, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. I did not watch it because I couldn't figure out how to get to the stream. Well, I was trapped on the shitty timesquare.org stream, which was three minutes behind the rest of the world. So I can't watch either one because long gone are the days of like the funny New Year's Eve. So yeah. now it's just those two. Neither one are funny. And Andy Cohen talks as if he's like that kid in the Sunny D commercial, like, hey, what's up? Does anyone want some like orange drink or some purple drink or maybe some sodas? Like that's how we like talk the whole thing that that's how he's talking. Yeah. Cause like he was interviewing Mariah Carey and then she's like, What's that behind you? He's like, Oh, Jennifer Lopez is performing, which we all know, like, I don't know her. And then they close up on one of those Planet Fitness inflatable arm yeah, flailing like, tube yeah. men instead. Jennifer Lopez is performing. <laughs> so Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> then they roll out Jennifer Lopez, and she's like, hey "Everybody!" So the first time, like one of the first like cutaways to like Billy Porter, like he's getting. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's like normal Billy Porter." Mm-hmm. Before, like you know, then they the wheel. Fame. Yeah, and then he, then all of a sudden, and now it's time for him. To sing with Cindy Lauper, and now he's got this like. I met Mark Jacobs once, and I was so like, "What the <laughs> fuck is happening?" <laughs> really? Yeah. So he has like these like shoulder pads, but they go up in a point, which apparently is like really like fashionable. Now. Oh, why is that coming? But it's back? a sh- But I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, and then he's got like chunky heels and all. That. So Billy Porter is basically wearing. Oh, Neil before Zod outfit. A yeah. couture version of. Uh, Eddie Murphy's Gumby costume. <laughs> because his pants are so wide. I thought you were going to say Flash Gordon. I don't know why. No. <laughs> but it is... Because he can't really move. And when they when the song ends and they try to get him off the stage, he has to pull up his pants and move. And it's like his whole outfit is made out of foam. And so like when he moves, it kind of bends in this weird way. And then you know? and then like Cindy's on. And then she's got some girl like fluffing her, like taking her. She's like, I'm on camera. I'm on camera. I'm on camera. And so, she was saying it to her? Yeah, because she is on camera. And get they off of me. They haven't pay, like panned away from her. And so she sings, and you're like, did anybody warm up? Because as much as everyone likes to throw the Mariah Carey mishap, New Year's Eve mishap for when she did it, these some of these people, I want to say, <laughs> did you sing the song before you came did out? You did you try it out? Did you practice? Were you, did you do it in Times Square so that you could navigate the earpiece? Are you actually Anything. Simpsoning this moment? Did you say, let's bring it down a couple of keys so I sound okay? Nothing to me is funnier, though, than the Mariah Carey thing. And I know how sensitive this is for you about that specific mishap, which, by the way, any press is good press because I feel like that brought her back into the, the public consciousness, that moment. In a big way. Yeah. But the best part about it was that somebody had to roll her from one side of Times Square to the other in an office chair. Sure. <laughs> That's what she does behind, like, in, in her concerts. They put her in a chair and they wheel her to the but stage. But why an office chair? Don't know. <laughs> when she looks at everyone, she's like, this is probably the best it's going to get. <laughs> There is, you know what? There's something about the no apologies. This is this is our new mantra of 2021: the no apologies tour. Fuck you. She's like, let me explain myself. I don't give a shit. I made all of my money. I wrote all of my songs. 
I don't and, need uh, you, and I, I don't, need don't even, this. I don't even need to fucking be here. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I just got I just signed my divorce papers before I wheeled the Staples chair up to the fucking stage. <laughs> so somebody go to Kinko's and get me a backup chair on the other side of this, so I can just switch right from one to the other. Because Mariah Carey should be sponsored by Staples. 